Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. Today's podcast, we're going to reach into our mailbag and uh, answer some questions from our listeners. This is Mark Holcomb with the Football Coaches Corner podcast. Uh, we'd like to start doing this. I think this is our second episode that we've done with the mailbag. But uh, if we can get up to enough questions, and I, you know, just, I'd like to do this about once a month. But uh, we're going to need, you know, some of you guys. I've I've written down some questions that are that have been asked, and what I'm going to do today is go over some of these questions and kind of just answer these uh, based on what we're thinking. And also, uh, you know, if we can get if we get any more questions, we'll go back and do this. And uh, just you know, I want to invite you to. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us, guys. We're, uh, you know, during this time, obviously, we're not doing any football right now, or we're not doing, you know, football games right now, uh, doing workouts. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a second. But, uh, you know, we can uh, help answer any questions or, or, you know, bring up anything that you would like for us to do during this time. Uh, so just reach out to us and do those. So, uh, without any uh, delay, I'm going to get into these questions, and I, again, I'll answer these to the best of my ability. And if any of you guys have any, you know, anything that you, any ways you want to respond with some ideas, uh, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. Uh, that's at FB Coaches Corner and, uh, or email us at uh, FB Coaches Corner at gmail.com and just, uh, you know, we'd like to get some dialogue going if we could. Um, first question I'm going to talk about is uh, what are we doing right now? Uh, you know, we are, for those of you who don't know, we're, we're in, in North Carolina. Uh, we are, planning to start football practice in February right now. In an earlier podcast, I talked about some of the things that, uh, you know, we're able to do and not able to do. Uh, right now, we are limited to uh, 90 minutes uh, of workout a day. Uh, now, we don't, you know, obviously work out. We're not working out every day. Right now, we're going three days a week, and that's uh, a mixture of offensive and defensive linemen and kickers, and then a mixture of uh, our skill players doing some seven-on-seven -seven stuff, doing some individual work uh i would say right now probably with our with our offense and defense we probably have as much installed as uh you know we've ever had now you know I, I don't think that this is season we're we're supposed to play a seven game regular season and so i don't think this is a season to be adding a lot of different things and, and you know so basically so what we're doing is we're meeting three days a week we are on a an a day b day schedule with our kids so wednesday everybody has off in our school on monday and tuesday we have half of our kids in and on Thursday and Friday we have the other half so we're trying to keep those as consistent as possible and keep our meetings consistent uh, we've been doing that for about I think six or seven weeks right now so trying to switch things up just to avoid some monotony uh, making a couple things where we can compete a little bit we're still under the social distancing so we're still uh, you know having to do temperature checks and all those things when we come into practice and limit our pods to 50 kids right now and that's including coaches too so you know right now we've probably got about a i don't know between 108 and 112 kids that are coming consistently so we're having to break that down uh, as coaches we're meeting i think most of these meetings probably are uh, informal uh, but we're meeting and just talking about different things that we've had done we've used uh afternoon sometimes when we're not working out or we've used uh you know some of those days to meet and talk about things uh offensively i can tell you we're coming up with you know our base uh, plays, but then we're kind of doing this, doing a little bit different. So we're kind of going back and taking like a, 
let's use, um, I don't know, four verts for an example. So we're going back with four verts and just making what we're calling like buckets. And so, you know, different ways to run four verts, whether it be with uh, different, out of different formations, uh, different motions, different trades, you know, different personnel groups, you know, whatever it may be, we're going back and trying to figure those things out. So when it comes time to game plan, you know, if we're getting a team who's a, a man coverage team, then this is what we'll use. If we're getting a team that's, uh, you know, cover three, then this is what we'll use versus quarters and cover two, two high safety looks, you know. So trying to build those plans up uh, as much as we can uh, right now and using that time uh, as wisely as we can to be able to, you know, reach in there and talk about different personnel and different groups and different motions and, you know, what we can do to, to certain coverages. You know, if you got teams that are, Anytime you're in three by one, if they're going to give you a, a certain check to that three by one, well, then now we might want to motion back across and uh, see if we can get them in just a you know, base cover three or whatever it might be, something that's easier to attack. And so we're kind of building that into uh, to our meetings sometimes too. Um, question two, how many schemes? I think this is a, wow, this is a question that a lot of people have uh, about a lot of different things. And if you've been coaching football for you know, one year or 25 years, I think the answer to this is, uh, uh, you know, what whatever you can handle. Now, you know, I, I want to break it down for us, like in, in our run schemes. Uh, you know, we have basically two different types of schemes. We have a zone scheme and a gap scheme, and everything works into that. Uh, in terms of, you know, particular runs, and I could go through and say, okay, so we run counter. Our counter is based on a gap scheme so that's you know one thing we do uh, power is based on a gap scheme inside and outside zone is based on a zone scheme uh, we do some some pin pull depending on who we're playing uh, and what front we're getting so that would be a gap scheme but you know in, in terms of the number of plays we try to keep that down to a minimum you know if we're going to tag something it's not going to change much for the offensive line up front and doing and doing those things uh, so you know, I would say, uh, you know, if I had to be, uh, you know, pick, pick a final answer here, I would say if you've got between four and six run schemes, uh, you know, I think you're you're probably good. If you get above six right now with the way we're doing things, I think that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get some diminishing returns. So I think you got to be careful about that. Uh, and you got to be careful with your tags. You know, your tags have to go over from one to the other. So if you're going to, you know, run a bluff tag uh, with your zone, then I think you got to fit that bluff tag in somewhere else. Maybe it's in, uh, you know, your counter. Maybe you run dart. Uh, so it's the same read for the quarterback and the same carryover for your, uh, you know, your guy who's going across the formation or, or circling or whatever it may be. So I think you got to be careful with those. Um, we have built our our short, quick game and our RPOs. Pretty much those are the same concepts. So uh, we do have a quick game uh, where we'll just hard call a pass. Uh, but we do have uh, those same exact concepts are our RPOs, what we consider to be post-snap RPOs. You know, so, uh, you know, uh, we got some things. If you go back and listen, we talked about relief, pre-snap relief versus RPOs. You know, I think there's a, a, a big difference between those. You know, we're just like everybody else. You know, if we if you got three guys, if we got trips out there and you got two guys over them, then we're going to you know, throw a bubble or throw a stick or throw whatever it might be out there to them just to take advantage of our numbers. But also, uh, you know, we're going to uh, have those RPOs in quick game that are after the ball snapped and reading a defender 
and I'll go into that because I got another question about reading a defender with those things too. Um, let's see. So uh, drop back game. Uh, I think we're we're down to about five different concepts uh, with tags, and we've got uh, a couple of screens. So you know we're not we're we're I've, I've last couple of years have been under the simplicity part of it too. You know uh, you, you can take too many things into a game if you're trying to teach too much stuff. I think the biggest thing we've tried to do recently is is dress things up with motion, dress things up with formations, and make it as same or similar for the off offensive line in terms of blocking schemes, and also similar for the uh, uh, the quarterback in terms of reads. So uh, that's uh, just a, a, for another discussion too. When we talk about that, you can go back and look at that one too. Uh, Question three, uh, how do we ID reads for RPOs and how do we practice that? Um, I'm going to do a podcast coming up with a, 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 about a system that we're using now in terms of account system uh, with our quarterbacks so that we can all speak the same language. And I'll just give you uh, you know, a, a tidbit of an example here. So uh, the corner on the left-hand side of your offense for us is always going to be uh, L3. So we're going to talk about L3 all the time. The next guy inside of him is going to be L2, uh, so we can talk to our kids in terms of reads, whether it's, uh, you know, some people call it a mic, some people call it a Sam, some people call it a wheel, a bandit, a jack, you know, all those different things. Uh, we, we're not into teaching our kids, uh, in a 4-3, this is the wheel, and in a 4-2-5, this is the nickel. You know, we're going to talk about specific guys that we're going to read. You know, I don't want to look out there in the game and say, hey, you know, I want you to read number 43. I want you to. I want to talk about the same language, and we'll do that podcast uh, coming up here in the next couple of podcasts and talk to you about that. And uh, I'll probably even have a download for that one too, so there'll be some uh, some free information for you on that uh, that system. Uh, how do we do it in practice? I mean, I think an easy way here is to uh, you know take pennies or take jerseys or whatever and put them over the top of your kids. So on your uh, you, you know your outside overhang players, maybe put yellow shirts on those guys. Your inside linebackers, maybe put red on those guys. And that way you're you're you know getting your eyes trained uh, for what your reads are. But I think those are you know really easy things. And we've even had our quarterback uh, look to us and say, "I'm reading you know number 24." You know during practice. So they, those are our reads. I think that's an easy way to do it for that quarterback uh, because he needs to just get used to reading that same player over and over and over again. Uh, you know in terms of that. So that's good. Uh, but just look forward to that. Uh, that ID system we'll talk about later on. I think uh, if you listen to that, it'll help you uh, quite a bit, and it'll make make things a lot easier for your communication. And that's during practice. Uh, that's in the game. Uh, that's watching film. You know, all those things uh, makes it a lot easier for you guys to communicate with that. And our players kind of really took to it, uh, and, and they like it a lot. Um, formations. How, how how do you do your formations, uh, guys? I've seen. You know, right now we name our formations. Uh, we also have a, a way that we can tag a number to our formation, which moves a player around anywhere on the field we want to uh, move him on. So the number of formations we can get into are, you know, uh, limitless, I guess you would say. Uh, you know, we can get into a 2x2, a 3x1, two two, a 4x1, a uh, double tight, a tight end wing. Uh, we can get into a lot of different things, and you know, maybe I'll uh, uh, do a podcast one day about the the formations. I think that you know, the, I would go back to the number of formations being the same thing as your as your schemes. You know, how do your players handle that? 
you know, if you if you go into, I, I've seen co- really really good teams go into a game with uh, two formations, a two by two formation and a three by one, and that's it. And they do their kids understand it, they do well at it, they they figure out ways to attack. So it's very simple. Uh, and I've seen teams go into you know a game or scouted teams with you know 30 different formations. And my question would be, at what point does the diminishing returns start to come back where you are losing out on reps. You know, I, I think there's a a, a a place for shifts. I think there's a place for, you know, unbalanced. I think there's a place for trading people, uh, you know, jumping. We talked about jump tempo a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. I think there's ways for those things to be done. Uh, but I think you have to make sure that your kids understand that. You know, if you're at a school where, where you have 25 kids, you know, how much time do you want to spend on, uh, you know, trading and formations and motions versus time use? That's all that's time taken away from something else in your practice you can do. Uh, so I think you have to look at that. If you have if you're at a school that plays everybody on one side of the uh, of the ball, then I think you can spend a little bit more time doing that. So, uh, you know, I think that you have to look at the uh, the payoff that you're getting from those and, uh, and trying to figure that out. Um, last question I'll go through here. We've got a couple more. I'm not going to have time to cover them all today, but uh, I'll make those another part of a podcast later on. Um, how many plays do you carry into a game? Ooh, this is a uh, this is one I think that, that that coaches have been asking themselves for years. You know, at what point is too many plays? Now I hear guys say, you know, 25 plays, and that count. That's you know. 15 to the right and 10 to the left and, and, and all those things. I would say uh, you need to probably go back and see again what your players can handle. How many how many things do you do to keep things normal? So for us, if we want to run three by one zone and we want to motion from two by two to three by one and run zone, and then if we want to motion from two back out to three by one and run zone, well, to me, yeah, that's three different plays, all right? But it's all the same concept. You're only doing a little bit of dressing up. So uh, I'll just uh, I'll lean on our our game planning template here for a second. Uh, let me pull that up and just go over some of the things that we have for uh, on our game planning template. Now this is just uh, for those of you you know we've had a lot of people uh, look at this and purchase this. But for those of you who don't know anything about it, this is a a, a template that gives you the ability to, to type your scripts and all your, um, your your call sheets in one form. So as soon as you fill in your plays, your scripts are good Monday through uh, Thursday, and your game plan sheet is there for, for Friday. So on our game plan sheet, we have uh, 12 openers, and I think, you know, uh, I think you have to go back and look and see, okay, how many, uh, how many opening plays do you have? So how many series do you have on offense? Well, if you're averaging – you know, nine offensive series, well, then you probably don't need 12 openers. Now, I think some people look at openers as a different way. Like openers are, these are things we can call anywhere, whatever part of the field, any first or second down, we can call these plays. So if you think of it from that standpoint, then I think you probably need to have more than that eight or nine for drives. You know, I think 12 to 15 would be somewhere that you would have plays that you feel real good about. Um, we also have broken uh, our play sheet down into a black zone. The black zone is, you know, the, the the minus 10, the coming out area. Now, guys, you know, here's where I would 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 tell you to say, I, 
So your black zone, your plays that you need to get yards so you can, you know, all you're trying to do here in the black zone is get a first down. Uh, or at least give yourself room to punt and not standing on the back line of the end zone. So I would say your black zone probably could be the same plays that you carry in your short yardage package uh, or your, you know, your your low goal uh, goal line package, like maybe your, uh, you know, anywhere in the, the, the five and in, you know, something like that. So when you start looking at that, that could narrow your play sheet down a little bit from there. All right, we have, uh, you know, ours is broken up specifically into a lot of different things. But to be honest with you, a lot of these carry over. So our black zone, our inside the 10 coming out, our red zone or our low red zone, you know, inside the 10 going in, our third and short, and our fourth down plays are probably going to be very similar. So if you had four plays for each one of those, then now you've got four plays for your coming out. So I would include a pass play in there. Uh, I, I would include, you know, obviously we're not going to try to pull as many people when we're inside the 10-yard line coming out because that's we're going to get guys that are pressuring you more. Same thing when you're, you know, you're on the goal line. You're on the three-yard line, you're going to see a lot of blitzing. Uh, you're fourth down and one at the 50, you're going to see a lot of blitzing. So I don't think you want to pull as many guys as you normally would anywhere else on the field. So, uh, you know, that, that helps you out with there. Um, you know, we, we have a place for second and short and second and long, but, you know, our philosophy is basically first and second down, you're, you're trying to play as quick as you can in, in our system. You're trying to play as quick as you can, and you really need to spend time practicing third down. You know, if we get if we get a, a, a an eight-yard gain on first down, well, we're not going to sit there and say, okay, let's go to our third and two sheet. We're going we're gonna to call the next play as fast as we can. That's going to give us a first down. Or that's going to put us at a third down situation. So I think you, you know, again, those plays go back to the, the openers, the 12 openers you have. So right now you've got, uh, let's say you call openers all over the field. So you've got 12 of those. You've got four or five red zone, black zone, fourth down plays. So you're up to 17. Uh, you know, obviously you're going to take in uh, uh, probably a two-point play or a trick play. Uh, so you're at 19 there. Now I would say go in and work on your third down, your third and short, your third and medium, and your third and long. You know, uh, if you were, you know, if you've got 12 plays for third and long, and you think you're going to be in third and long that much, then that's probably uh, not not a good thing. So you know, we've got I think four four plays under each one of those four plays under third and short, four plays under third and medium, and four plays under third and long. So uh, to answer your question, that it, with, uh, according to our sheet. Uh, you've probably got about 40 plays, 45 plays total, uh, but we're going to try to keep ours at 30 and under, uh, you know, to do those things. And, you know, uh, if you have any questions about that, I, you know, I'd be glad to, to uh, talk you through that sheet and how you do those things. Uh, so just reach out to us uh, and, and hit us up. So uh, that's, the, uh, that's the questions I've got. I've got a couple of more, but uh, I'm going to stop for today. I try to keep this thing around between 15 and 20 minutes. Uh, so we'll be back next week. And if you have any questions uh, about any of the things we've talked about today, uh, just let me know. Uh, Coach, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you have any ideas uh, or questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Again, our Twitter is at FBCoachesCorner, and our email is FBCoachesCorner at gmail.com. Our website where you can find our information is uh, FootballCoachesCorner.com. Uh, we have video scout checklist there. We have the game planning template for offense and defense that we've talked about. We've got 
some special team scout sheets. Uh, you know, we also got some free downloads and access to our previous podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, please coaches hit the subscribe button, leave us a rating, leave us a review. Uh, this will help move us up the, the podcast rankings. Uh, we're available on, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play, pretty much all the, uh, the areas where you can find podcasts at. Um, if you feel like you uh, have a friend or someone who would enjoy this podcast, we would ask you to share that with them. If you have topics that you would like us to cover in the future, just let us know uh, through Twitter or email. And we'll be glad to uh, get on those topics. You can DM us through Twitter. Uh, just reach out to us. We want to be this, uh, you know, this to be a place where coaches can can collaborate. Uh, coaches, thanks again for listening. And until next time, continue to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose.